this is for professional and institutional clients only. We can see that our emissions are projected to decrease 55% by 2030 and 65% by 2050. So we're able to demonstrate that we will be reducing our emissions by more than half by 2030. Welcome to the IGNEO Infrastructure Partners podcast, Keeping It Real Assets. In this series, you will hear from the IGNEO investment team in conversation with the leaders of our global infrastructure businesses. We will shine a light on how they operate and their approach to the challenges of an ever-changing world. We hope that you enjoy listening. Two years ago, we set a target to achieve net zero emissions in each of our funds by 2050 or sooner. But at the time when we set that target, we were very cognizant of a lot of criticism around such long-term net zero targets and people saying, okay, great, that's very far in the future. Are you going to do nothing about it until 2049 and then buy loads of carbon offsets to reach net zero? And we were very keen to show that absolutely not, that was not our approach. And so we simultaneously launched Climate Action 123. And the whole point of that initiative is to demonstrate short and medium term progress towards our long-term net zero goal. And it involves asking all of our portfolio companies to complete three actions. Number one is for them each to set their own net zero target and importantly, short and medium term emissions reduction targets. Secondly, we ask all portfolio companies to do a full climate change risk and opportunities assessment, looking at both physical risks and energy transition risks, and then to bring conclusions into their business plans to ensure they're basically resilient companies in the long term. And then the third action is for all companies to put in place key measures to ensure good governance of climate change risks in line with what the TCFD would expect, for example, the task force on climate related financial disclosures. The most important area where we've seen great progress is around asking the portfolio companies to set their own targets. As of this year, we have 19 out of our 25 global portfolio companies that have set their own emissions reduction targets and have a plan to achieve them. And so based on those targets set to date, we can see that our emissions are projected to decrease 55% by 2030 and 65% by 2050. So we're able to demonstrate that we will be reducing our emissions by more than half by 2030. That 65% needs to be 100% by 2050, right? We need to be at net zero by 2050. So we need to keep working with the remaining companies that have not yet set targets to bring that down. But it's great that so many companies have stepped up and developed plans to reduce their emissions after we started our engagement on this topic. A second area is in action two around asking the companies to complete risk assessments and incorporate the conclusions into their business plans. 2022 was obviously Europe's hottest summer on record. Multiple temperature records were broken. There was extreme drought across large parts Mm -hmm. of the continent and larger scale wildfires than the historical average by far. We wrote to every single company and asked them to tell us what impact, if any, the heat wave had had on their operations and what was in place to manage the issue now and what was planned in future to mitigate the risk. In 2020, we did a portfolio-wide climate change risk assessment, and we got a rating for each company of their exposure to climate change risks. 
And actually, that's what provided the basis of climate action one, two, three. It was kind of the starting point for our work on this topic. So that study gave a score to each company, including on extreme heat drought and wildfires. That early assessment we did was very high level. It looked at these physical risks at a regional or even a national level. But crucially, it also didn't take into account the nature of the asset and the actual impact on the asset. So in Parkia's case, these are mainly underground car parks, off street or underground car parks. And so drought and heat and wildfires didn't have a significant impact on the business. And we've since done a more detailed assessment specifically for Parkia, which looks at these physical risks at a much more detailed spatial resolution, but also more specifically examines the actual impact on the assets. And interestingly, that study has not thrown up heat and wildfires as the key risk, but it's thrown up flooding and extreme precipitation as the key risks, and obviously shown that the above ground car parks are at more risk than the underground car parks. The original study did get some things right, though. So for example, it flagged Infinium, OLT and Anglian water as facing a high risk from extreme temperatures. And that was true. There were impacts on these businesses in 2022. As we show in the report, they weren't material impacts. And they were all manageable. But that said, the companies are now putting in place some additional mitigation measures. So I think the lesson for me from this whole process is that actually these climate risk assessments, they really need to be bottom up. It's much more useful when it's done by the portfolio company in a granular level of detail, rather than conducting these kind of high level portfolio wide assessments that really are quite limited in their impact. But as I say, it was a very useful starting point for us. And off the back of that study, we launched Climate Action 123, which now asks every company to do its own assessment of risks precisely for that reason. A big focus for me in the next year is going to get the last few portfolio companies to set their emissions reduction targets so that we really do have a clear pathway to how we can achieve full net zero by 2050. So for example, Infinium, energy from waste business, they've been doing a lot work recently on how they can decarbonize their energy from waste operations in the UK and have actually developed a technical roadmap, which shows that they could achieve carbon neutrality across their fleet by 2033. Now, more work's needed before they can relate that technical roadmap into hard targets. We want to do more work with UK government policymakers. We need to develop a commercial model for net zero for them. They've gone from net zero seeming like an impossible challenge to actually be really close to setting targets. So that's really exciting for me. And one of the key tenets of our ESG approach is improvements, not exclusions. So we do acquire businesses like Infinium that have ESG challenges, like high emissions, for example. But provided we see that business as sustainable in the long term and think that we can improve their ESG performance, then we will invest in them and we'll use our ownership to really drive performance on these kinds of issues. So for me, that's the most exciting area. We can have real world environmental impacts and also create value for our investors. Thank you for listening to Keeping It Real Assets, the Ignea Infrastructure Partners podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to more by following Ignea Infrastructure Partners on your favourite podcast platform. If you'd like to find out more about Ignea Infrastructure Partners, you can visit our website at igneoip.com. This podcast series was produced by Mark Gardner at OX4 Sound Studio. This podcast is not a financial promotion and has been prepared for general information purposes only. 
It is not intended to be investment or financial advice and does not take into account the specific investment objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. References to specific securities should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell such securities. Investment vehicles managed by IGNEO Infrastructure Partners are only available to institutional investors, professional investors, qualified investors and wholesale clients. They are not available to retail clients, the general public, private customers or any persons in any jurisdiction in which their distribution is not authorised. IGNEO Infrastructure Partners is an unlisted infrastructure asset management business and is part of the First Sentier Investors Group. We communicate and conduct business through different legal entities in different locations. Please refer to the notes section of the podcast platform you use for more information on IGNEO Infrastructure Partners in your region. For Singapore only, the podcast should be used in accordance with the applicable laws in Singapore. In Singapore, the podcast is issued by First Sentier Investors Singapore, whose company registration number is 196900420D. This advertisement or material has not been reviewed by the Monetary Authority of Singapore. First Sentier Investors registration number 53236800B and Igneo Infrastructure Partners registration number 53447928J are business divisions of First Sentier Investors Singapore.